Round one. That was the late, great Charles Bradley, This World, Going Up in Flames, uh, by Daptone Records. How accurate that song is in this moment. Um, I almost definitely want to call out my own ignorance and say I really didn't see this coming. Not only is it America that is protesting it is the United Kingdom it is Spain it is other countries in Europe I have a colleague of mine who is in Singapore who texted me and said that things are heating up there Um, it is a strange and odd time that right now the entire world is tired of this. It is comforting that the entire world is tired of this. But one thing that I think we need to pay attention to, we need to have already been ahead of it and recognize that we are behind it in this instant, is that rioting is not the answer. I may have said on the last episode, I understand rioting, and I do. I understand it in the city in which it occurred. But rioting around the world, I don't understand. Rioting and destroying your own people's property, I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Louis, you had an opportunity to have a peaceful, uh, excuse me, a peaceful protest. But you also got to witness things in which educated you inside the protests, being, you know, the observant person you are. Shed light on that. Um, yeah, man, we had a uh, had an amazing opportunity on uh, Saturday. Um, shout out to uh, JT Burks, um, amazing young man. Had the opportunity to meet him. He put together a peaceful protest in Millville, um, where we all just got together, stood together in unity, um, both black, white, Hispanic. Um, everybody didn't matter, you know. Uh, we was all out there together in solidarity. The police was out uh, was out there uh, with us. They uh, escorted us as we marched. They stood with us. The chief of police spoke at the rally. Um, it was it was it was powerful. It was powerful in the moment, just like many other protests that I've seen uh, around the nation. Uh, one protest that sticks out to mind. There was an image. 
that um, there was an image in Atlanta, uh, and the picture just shows thousands of people gathered together in a park, all fist in the air in solidarity. Um, I think it was a actual video, video clip, about 10 seconds, and they're just in a moment of silence, you know, fist high in the air, just in silence and unity. Um, it was one of the most powerful things I've 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 seen. Right, um, being at that protest, uh, walking. Um, Singing, you know what I mean. Singing the song, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, you feel, you know, you you feel good because you're a part of of something. You know what I'm saying. You're standing proud, and you're and you, but you're doing it in a positive light. You know what I mean to bring change. So when we was at the protest, um, you had a lot of politicians that was that that was there. The, not a lot of politicians, but you had the mayor of, of Millville, the mayor of Bridgeton, the mayor of Ferretville, uh, Ferreton, and then you had other uh, other people in different offices there also to speak on behalf of uh, principals and so on and so forth. Um, one of the things that ended up happening at the protest was the politicians that was there, the different mayors, when they got up there and they spoke, um, their speech was more or less geared towards uh, voting, you know what I mean, geared towards what we can do to combat this 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 necessary problem, you know what I mean, this you know this evil, um, this unnecessary evil. What can we do to combat this? You know what I'm saying. So they was coming at it from the aspect of we have to take back the community, we have to vote, we have to, you know what I'm saying, ensure that the, only the best people that have our best intentions in heart is in powers, so on and so forth. But the crowd, you could feel, started to get some of the people was getting. They didn't want to hear. You know, like, all right, you know, voting, or are you telling us what we, what, you, what, what we need to do? But this is about what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're here because of what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? We're here because of what you guys are doing wrong. Now, admittedly, um, and even, you know, different people that got up there and spoke said that, you know, the Millville Police Station has been doing a great job. They, you know, released uh, a cop that had an egregious amount, I think the most in New Jersey, um, 30 uh, incidents. So when he took over, he removed the incident, you know, talking about the pile, the Police Athletic League. And his point of view that he's coming from is like, listen, our area doesn't have that problem, but we need to continue to work together the community both with the police you know what I'm saying through you know the police athletic league have relationships with the cops you know talking know know who they are know the people in power you know what I'm saying make sure that the money is going to the right fund you know the, the, the funds is going to the right um the right things you know what I mean that the things that our children need in our communities are being funded so as this is going on and as this is being said um they're receiving it but they're not really receiving it and and, and, and they're not because you know, everybody's still in the place of of just national mourning. I know me myself. I, I felt I literally, you know, I felt I, I I did not know George Floyd, but watching that video, I mean, you're almost inhuman if you didn't feel that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I felt that, mm -hmm. so you know what I mean. I can understand, but um, to go, you know, to go on, um, even in the small, and it was about sixty people out there. Even in the small protests, you still had people. You know, out there screaming, you know, little divisive things. There was a lady behind us um, talking about why does the cops armed? They're armed at a peaceful protest. And I'm like, well, you know, they're cops. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, you know, right. they're going to be armed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have their guns in their hands. Their weapons wasn't drawn. But the whole time when people speak and she's just screaming, the cops are armed. The cops are armed. You know what I mean? And then a young uh, brother got up there and he started, uh, he was 18 years old. He, um, I believe he had friends that he had lost through, you know, violence and different things like that. And he got up there just to speak about how the world needs more love and how we need to love one another more. And, um, 
somebody from the crowd's like, oh, you preaching bullshit now, man. This ain't about us. This is about what they doing to us and everything like that. So you you can see the you can see that there's a deeper root to all mm-hmm. of this. And just mm-hmm. simple protesting is not going to be the answer because we're not organized. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there's a there's a drastic lack of organization. And not to knock, I mean, JT Burks did an amazing job putting that thing together. Not knocking him. I'm knocking even myself. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't, like, this moment in, in history has made me more aware. Not even made me more aware. It, it just... It, it 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 is so inexcusable. It is so I can't. You can't. You can't. Dis, it's so undismissible. You can't not see it, right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't cover it up. You can't act like it's not like it's not there. It, it's it's a call to action in so many ways. But now everybody wants to do, but nobody knows what to do. And I think it's a mixture of that of 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 you know. Anger, you know what I mean? And also, um, plants, man, you know what I mean? People, there is a lot going on in the protest, man. And I want to, I just want, that's, you know, I, I want to get, I want to get into it to, to everything with you, man, and just get your, get your, get your, uh, uh, opinion on it. I seen, I seen even videos where there is, um, you know, where there's, uh, a pallet of bricks already on the side of the street dropped off there by, you know, some type of company, you know what I mean, on the streets that they knew was going to be protested. You know what I mean? There's videos of, you know, uh, two girls, two Caucasian girls in black hoodies spray painting, um, spray painting uh, businesses and stuff like that. And then, you know, black women approaching her and asking them to stop. Shoot, even John's Bone Jones just asked somebody to put down a, a, a spray can in the video. So there's a lot of, yeah, he was, uh, Jones was dealing with um, two white guys in Albuquerque. Yeah, there's a lot of elements. There's a lot of elements. Um, so before, uh, there is a, there, there's a, I, I definitely feel I'm torn because I am angry with the young, with, with, with the black people that's out there looting, but I know that I can't just get on this podcast right now and just go straight at them because there's a lot of different angles. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different play, you know, things that's things that's at hand. Yeah, you got blatant ignorance on one side, but then you also got a setup. You know, you got people using that blatant ignorance in this in this time to push their agenda, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the sheep are walking right into the trap. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to get into I want to get into that on here to maybe you know if, if there's you know a, a few listening to help you know what I'm saying aid and educate them to be able to see the trap and, and, and divert in a different direction understand how to be able to continue your peaceful protest how to be able to make a, a positive move you know what I mean it's more than just making a stand it's more than being heard but it's about making action we want change we don't want to be heard we want change you know what I mean I, I don't I don't that that's 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 we want to save lives that's the point of all of this and there's a way to go about it without destroying our own black owned business and destroying our own cities destroying our own schools and doing detriment to ourselves this is a trap that the uneducated is falling into and and, and uh let's 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 try our best to untangle it for him so one thing was um on saturday excuse me on sunday i called a uh, a good friend of mine and spoke with her she uh she runs the sister podcast ours and um i was actually calling her just to see if she was going to you know record and spin something up because um 
their their podcast has been down, um, suffering due to the the lockdowns or whatnot. And when I tell you, man, I got an earful. Um, very strong black woman, very um, dedicated to her people, and she was just frustrated. Um, and with her being a black business owner in downtown Wilmington, she was extremely frustrated that black people um, rioted and um, looted and burned black owned businesses. Um, she just she just couldn't understand it. And she definitely felt like um, she felt like she was at fault for someone who believes in um, uh, education and, and educating people. And one of the comments she made is like, I know one of, I know some of my students were down there. I can name them first and last name. I could tell you exactly who was there. And it disturbed her. And one thing that her and I had to discuss was like, how do we like, like our cities hadn't had this level, you know what I mean? So for our cities to riot, what did we miss? And honestly, in this moment, any leadership is being reaction, uh, being, um, is, is a reaction to the riots. It's, it, you weren't, you weren't ahead of this. And I can't blame them, to be honest. I can't blame any of us that weren't ahead of this because this really did just blow up. Like you didn't know the fuse was going and it just blew up. You didn't have a time. Well, to touch on that, I mean, I, I believe I believe one thing that the the pandemic and the quarantine um, pressurized everything. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, I believe that in in also going along with the fact that you know this has been a continuous situation over the last couple of years over the last I mean not over the last couple of years but it's been heavily documented more and more yeah, publicized yeah, yeah. Over there's the been last a lot more attention on it yes yeah because it's been going on and there are countless victims of police brutality and um, violence you know just uh, hate crimes against blacks against African Americans that goes undocumented that goes you know not undocumented as far as it's not you know it's not going through a system it's but not it's not has national attention exactly so this is this is a this was a powder keg. This is a powder keg of frustration. This is a powder keg of everybody being stuck in a house, and mm-hmm. the 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 looting. Once one city once one city does it and erupts into chaos, now on every you know you know what I mean. Well, it's kind really, of just sense a, a, a really a you, had, reaction, you had you didn't even have just one city. I'm sorry to cut you off. You didn't have just one city. You had Minneapolis, Atlanta, and Seattle. All going at one time Like yeah. Minneapolis was burning And uh, uh, Atlanta was throwing firecrackers uh, Firecrackers, M80s and whatnot Into the CNN building yeah. So like now But see Atlanta you're, that's, a black owned, that's a black owned city for, for the most part Like the mayor's yeah. black the, yeah. the, the judge is black the, yeah. the governor's black All the half of the More than half of the businesses is black Yeah You know what I mean It's like that's not but well, they did go to CNN, you know. Yeah, was, I mean, I understand that, but you know, it's a lot of people that are speaking out that saying, you know, the same faces that you see in this uh, during the day protesting ain't the same people out here at night looting. You know what you, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. Um, one thing. Okay, look, because um, I had two thoughts in my head, so I'm gonna go with the first one. Yeah, go, bro. Um, 
it was rather interesting. Like everybody should know the uh, that Deontay Wilder meme where he was like, um, to this day, right? Mm-hmm. I am very familiar with the meme. I think a lot of people are, but they're not familiar with the interview. And as irony may have it, um, if you go back and watch that interview, you'll understand why Deontay Wilder got really, really, really upset. He didn't just get upset for what the guy was asking him. He got upset because the guy was black and said, your people. Oh, wow. To another black man. (laughs) That's what pissed Deontay Wilder off. And I, I, I really feel like that shined, that shined a light for me. And I was like, there's a division amongst ourselves. Like, this is, th- this is why like, it's so easy to, to infiltrate and, and to um, come at those that you can call them uneducated or you could call them easily influenced. But they're not being protected by those of us who are consider ourselves to be strong, to consider ourselves to be knowledgeable. We're not protecting them. We've separated ourselves. This man here in this interview, the man, you know, uh, uh, um, the man behind the, the camera, you know, talking to Dante Wilder, separated himself, considered Dante Wilder to be the thug of it. 100%. And they're not. They're the same people. They're both black Representing men. the same struggle. Mm-hmm. And that's that's even that that was that was the uh, that was the point that the, that the that the young man had brought up. You know what I mean at the protest. Um, just you know us not looking at each other first. You know what I'm saying accountability. But I mean, what Deontay Wilder said. You know what I mean. What, you know, well, the reason why he got mad, his reason behind getting mad. That's that's so much of the problem today. And people don't even realize it because the house nigga has a new face. The house mm-hmm. nigga has like it's so crazy. So this is this is so like I said earlier, right? Um, we're talking about you know the rioting and the looting and everything. But I'm also I also you know I don't want to tell people to stop doing something without you know uh, you know having a solution in mind. You know what I'm saying Or an actionable item To go toward To go forward To move forward You know what I'm saying But we gotta start We gotta wake up And and, and have accountability um, Me and you was having a, co- a conversation earlier Josh And I said that Any true change Must take uh, place First inwardly Before you Externally change anything Any situation in your life Anything that's going on <clears throat> You first have to look inwardly And figure out mm-hmm. What is it that I'm ha- How am I hindering myself The, the number with the man Go see the, you know, Michael knew what he was talking about, but you got to, you know what I mean. We have to look, we have to look inwardly. I'm asking him to change his way. It's harder. You, it's impossible to 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 forcefully change someone else. You can't forcefully change someone else's views. The reason why we're being, the reason why we're being uh, uh, stereotyped, and the reason why we're being. Uh, uh, Picked on when it comes down to police brutality. The reason why they all automatically assume that we're thugs is because of the identity that we have chosen to adapt to, the, the identity we have taken on proudly. Like the thug culture, we gotta end that crap, yo. Like the mm-hmm. the, the the embracing, the accepting, the exalting of mm-hmm. all of that bad boy stuff, it's mm-hmm. it's 
it's it's it's enough is enough now because now we're 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 playing a dangerous game where we love the results and we love the benefits from what it is that we're creating in this thug culture. Everybody wants to be like us, but we don't like what what is actually coming out of it. You know what I mean? And 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 the rioting, all it does, all the rioting does is just enforce stereotypes. It, everything that they thought we were. Stealers, looters, animals, savages, subhuman, idiots, fools, everything that they thought we were. In avenging a fallen one of our brothers, we are confirming all of their suspicions all along. That's, it, it would be more powerful of a statement for them to see all black people in silence and lifted fists. That's the opposite of what they thought. They, they, White people knew, and no offense to white people, this this is not a this is not a, a an attack on 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 anybody, or especially not whites. This is this is everybody versus racist people. Racist people automatically. So I'll, I'll say that I'm not going to use white people no more because I don't want to offend anybody. Racist people knew that if you know they're pushed that far, this will happen. Gives you the excuse to be able to come in and kill everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, if we push them to the point of martial law, if we can't get, first we'll put them inside, first we'll trap them inside apartments. Give them absolutely no, you know, not not the best jobs. You know, they'll live on top of each other's. Then we'll drop drugs in the mix. Some people will get rich. Some people will be addicted. After that, we'll see how many of them can kill each other off. If that don't work, push them, push them, push them to the point of revolt, and then we get a, a, a reason to, to, to kill everybody, you know what I mean, from the fact of a brazen uprising. Like this, you, educated people can see this coming from a mile away, you know what I mean? But, I don't know, man. It's, it's, this is such, it's such a crazy, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm all over the place. It's such a crazy, like nah, this time it, period it's is fine so, to be. it's so much to take in, you know what I mean? And even mm-hmm. still today, like, it's still so fresh, you know what I mean, with riots and with everything that's going on. The 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 violent uh, Walmart and Shoprite is boarded up. You know what I mean. You can't get into there now because they're afraid of riots. You know what I'm saying. The guys I worked with was in Philly last night boarding up all all the downtown Philly. Um, it's just so fresh, and it just it hurts, man, because. This is real. This is about something. It's about true change. You know what I mean? It's about you know we don't want to see black men you know hurt in the streets no more. We don't want to see. We want to be able to have the same liberties and the same freedoms as everybody else enjoys in this country. We don't want to be a target or to be looked at twice because of the color of our skin by anybody. That's all we want. But burning down our stuff. And acting like a fool is not going to make them think that you're an educated person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we gotta we gotta destroy. It's the it, it. Back to what I was saying with the with the Uncle Tom culture, man. We have allowed they yo they. Malcolm X said something. In in his speech, it was the house nigga and the field nigga, and he was saying that you know the house nigga cares more about the the, the house nigga cares more about the master than the master cares about himself. When the master feel him uh, sick, he say we sick today, sir. You know what I mean? When the master wake up, he say it sure is a good morning today, ain't it, sir? This is a nice house you got, sir. Best house on the land, ain't it, sir? You know what I mean? The the, mm-hmm. the house nigga loves the master more than the master loves himself. The house nigga feels blessed to be. To, to be in the master's graces because he's doing better than what he looks outside and sees the field nigga. He feels he feels like he's better. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's he feels exalted in a sense. You know what I mean? If you wanted the the if you wanted the house nigga to break free, 
he look at you like you crazy. This is the best. This is why would I ever leave? Why would mm-hmm. I ever leave, sir? Mm-hmm. He the best ever. But at the I mean, moment I, you say that to to the just to stay on the story, because right, I want you, I want you to give you re, to get your reaction when I say this last part. When 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 you look at the when you look at the, the you know the house nigga ready, I mean the field nigga ready to run at any time, ready to buck at any time, right? This is the point that I'm making. Back in the day, the idea of revolting. Was 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 flipped on his head. If we revolted back then because of the technology that they had, because of the place, the way that society was, it was nothing that they was going to do to stop us. So the best thing that they could do is try to keep us oppressed and try to keep us down. But now mm-hmm. today, the roles is flipped. It's switched, mm-hmm. and the house nigga ain't ain't the people who you think it is. Like they look at you, look at successful black men who talk educated like house niggas. Why you? Allow while for generations we have allowed uneducated people to be exalted due to success in the music industry or success, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Exalted by, by 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 racist people to spread a message that only that, that all it does is teach us to further kill ourselves. The same message that rappers have been spreading for years is the Willie Lynch letter. Like when you pump generations full of Drug, you know, selling drugs, guns, all this. When you, when, when all the TV shows that we think is cool, it's all about the hood. When we, ex- when you continue to exalt negativity, you it, it creates negative people. And the only way to stop the way that we going, and the only way to make people look at us differently, is for us to totally reinvent the the, the idea of what the black man is. Like when you think about an Asian, Josh. Let me let, let's play a game. When you think about Chinese people, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, or no, Asian Americans? No, Asian Americans, and no, not to be you know taking it seriously. But when you think about Asian Americans, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Like, or their people? Like when you think about how they they are, you know, what's the first thing that comes to mind as far as their jobs or how they conduct themselves? Oh yeah, I guess like smart doctors. Yeah. Doctors and they own Chinese uh, stores. They own the hair stores, the nail salons. Uh, mm-hmm. They have Chinese markets in almost every city, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about the the Indians, the 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 uh, you know people from the Middle East, no, the the Indians. Yeah. actually, they're from Asia, not the Middle East. Okay, well, all right, thank you. When you <laughs> you see the Indians come over here, when you think about and I like I said, love towards everybody, but I'm just saying when you think about. That, that group of people What do you tend to think about What do you Everybody has stereotypes What is their stereotype I mean but yeah But their stereotype Is the same as The other Asians That you talked about Right Like they're They're lawyers They're doctors They're mainly doctors mm-hmm. And if they're not educated Enough well, to become Well educated Right and the, If they're here They're normally well educated Right And if the ones That's maybe not uh, the ones that had to make the sacrifice Computer that science majors Right But the ones that had to make the sacrifice Like the parents or the grandparents That didn't get a chance to go forward in their education They either owned the gas stations The 7-Elevens The Dunkin mm-hmm. Donuts Right mm-hmm. When you think of Mexicans You think of hardworking people mm-hmm. That come over here Buy houses together And then they all mm-hmm. split up Take off take, take different houses And by the next time 10 years later they flooded the whole you know, community. I, well, first of all, the Mexicans where we grow up are the original house flippers. Right. And, and, like, and once it again. Was, it was ironic to see because I remember like my the, the issue my dad only ever had with Mexicans was the fact that they played their music extremely loud late at night. That's well, the only issue he really had. I grew up in a project, because so I can't I can't. When they moved in next that. door to us, he couldn't complain because 
He has like uh, Like our one neighbor Used to be a white guy I think his name was Tom Used to be a white guy Um And then Like we thought He kept the house nice One day We went out on the back porch We watched our Mexican neighbors Tear down This shed With sledgehammers Mm. By the end of that day That shit was gone Mm Mm-hmm and the way they redesigned that entire backyard, like they had roses everywhere. They had their own little garden that you walked into. Like they took way better care of the house. The same thing happened down the street. Was like it was like you felt like it was a bunch of families that were living there. But man, if they sure didn't take care of that house, that house was probably in better condition when they left and when they moved in. No matter how many people was living there. But yeah, it's hardworking people. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you think of roofers, you know what I mean? They own all the b- b- businesses in Bridgeton or. Whatever area they do landscaping, they do landscaping. but mm-hmm. when you think of the black man, just nationally, you know what I mean. Like the black man, when it's success mm-hmm. on the success end, we, I mean, you got you either thinking sports, right? Basketball, football, um, boxing. You're thinking um, entertainment, mm-hmm. whether it be acting, Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. um, whether it be um, uh, singing mm-hmm. You know what I mean 50 Cent I just said people Who came to mind mainly right. Because I was watching them On YouTube today That's fine um, But yeah like I, 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 I 100% get what, get what you're saying And it's, it's interesting I want to make a comment On this mm-hmm. Because There is a female rapper um, I think she's a rapper She might be a singer Forgive me I, I only know of her Because she was on uh, The Daily Show With Trevor Noah um, Her artist name Is No Name mm. And uh, she said she, she wrote a tweet She said Poor black folks All over the country Are putting their bodies On the line In protest For our collective safety And y'all favorite Top selling rappers Not even willing To put up a tweet Niggas whole discographies Be about black plight And they know Where to be found Exactly <clears throat> Like I respected J. Cole I seen him out there In Fayetteville I respected Wale I seen him out there In D.C. I respect Nick Cannon I seen him out there And it was uh, it was You know others You know uh, Killer Mike uh, T.I. Different people Was out there Doing their thing I but seen Big Crit Big Crit mm-hmm. was out there Yep um, But it's It's You have to understand that it's a problem when a white kid wants to act like a black kid, but in doing so, he puts fake tattoos on his face, sags his pants, and acts like he's shooting somebody. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's a problem when little black kids grow up in the hood, and when you play cops and robbers, nobody wants to be the cop, and everybody Mm -hmm. wants to be the robber. It's a problem. It's a problem. And it's the way you... You can't keep reinforcing F the cops, but then want to seek a closer relationship with the police so this type of things don't happen to us no more. Well, you also can't be saying F the cops and then be mad when they run up in your house, you know. You also can't say F the cops and, 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 and then turn around years later when we realize we need to hire more black cops and nobody, mm-hmm. none of our black young men want to be cops. I thought about it or, one time when I was a young man, but then I thought like I thought about it one time when I was a young man. Then it's like, mm, yeah, that's some sellout stuff. Like you just feel like mm. if you black and you trying to be a cop, and I man, I don't want to rest my like because you know past the situation, yeah, nah, but I mean, it's you, more you, than that. You make a good point because like I remember when folks was uh, like, there was a lot of black people in my community that was going to get um, going to be correctional officer. There was a lot of blacks and, in, the, in our in our school. Remember that was doing a young. Uh, 
the Young Police thing, Big Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. another yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying because I, I did that. Um, I just did it on the sheriff side. They did mm. it on the, uh, the the police side. But um, but even the culture makes fun of that. Like when you do that. Yeah, but what I was gonna say is like people was. Uh, I remember people was going to be correctional officers mm-hmm. and like. Like the hood Made that seem like You should be ashamed of that Like you the snitch And it's like I'm not the one That broke the law Exactly Like we got And and I'm also out here Just trying to feed my family Exactly But we continue to Promote that crap man And -hmm. we continue to put like Yo it's sickening that We will promote We will We will buy Famous people Rich people albums You know We recite their words And that's what I'm saying Like this is Like bro Like these niggas Is really false prophets Leading our Leading Us astray And we have to be Very careful With who we lend power to And one thing that Malcolm X was teaching After um, After he came back From Mecca Was Black nationalism Which meant Understanding that I'm not a Democrat I'm not a a Republican I'm a black nationalist I'm going to do Everything that I can To ensure That my community Has the best uh, 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 The best representatives That our businesses Are all That you know Are are, are well um, You know what I mean Supported That we That we choose What's successful and what's not successful in our neighborhoods? Like you're not having a. There's no reason that in every single project, there's a corner store not owned by black people. Mm-hmm. It's your corner. Mm-hmm. How many brothers and sisters have died on a corner on a block that they have never that we have never owned a store on, or since mm-hmm. the '60s? Like the mindset had like what's cool. We have to elevate that crap, that crap, dog. Like thinking that it's dope to get money, and thinking that it's cool to sell drugs to to other black people. That's that's poison, and that's the reason why when we, we protest, we, we 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 we're so used. We're so used to 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 coming against it, you know what I mean? To everything falling apart and and if and all crashing down, we can't we can't help but chaos. On a grand scale, there's chaos because even in our everyday lives, there's chaos amongst each other. Like this is wrong. Now I'm not talking about just the pro. I'm talking about what they did to us. That's wrong, 100%, undoubtedly, unquestionably. But when we're talking about how can we go about change, where does change begin? We gotta we gotta start with us. And and I wouldn't have never even came on here on some stuff with now we need to start looking inwardly. But we burnt down uh, we burnt all, all the we burnt the businesses down in Atlanta. We we Tulsa Oklahoma ourselves. Like that's an issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and, and nah, it's the unpopular opinion to get on here and like, yeah, thug culture, because white people say this, okay, I don't care. This is about saving lives. Mm-hmm. It's about how can we, going into the future, how can I assure that the world that my son and my daughter grow up in, they, they have a higher percentage of life, that they're friends. That I have friends that I didn't graduate with, not because they didn't make it, but because they didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about how can we create a world where less of that happens. Accepting the blame on ourselves and not, you know, being willing to point the finger and accept the blame. Because at this point, it does go both ways. Mm -hmm. 
Like, the Democrats have systematically broke us down in a sense that after the civil rights movement, we get all these different funding and all this, you know, oh, you, get, you get welfare, you get all these different assistance, you get all this. All right, we've been made comfortable and designed to stay uneducated and be stuck at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And only the selected few can get, can, can get to the top. But the problem is that once, the, once you get to the top, the niggas that make it to the top don't want nothing to do with the niggas that made it to the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's still at the bottom, I mean. You know what I mean? So we're never, it's never a, a working together, bringing, bringing people up. Like we need black people in this, in this, in this, in this world needs to just, we need to all wake up and take a look at ourselves and start rebuilding community. And not just black people, because it's not, it's not about, it's not about dividing the race anymore. You know what I mean? It's not about dividing. It's not about separation. We need to, it, within our community, we need to weed out those that are not adequate Americans. It should not be acceptable anymore. Mm. We that are loving, we that love one another, we that can stand with our brother and our sister and want nothing more than the betterment of our race, of each other's race, and our, and our country as a whole, we should stand together unified. But every single essence of racism on any front should be condemned within the community. We need to start working together. We need to start talking to our neighbors, meeting people within your community that you never talked to, people that you've seen that you drive by all the time. We, we need to start, we need to rebuild the bridge. Social media and, every, and the accessibility to be online has everybody in the house and nobody outside. All your friends is on the computer. We need to start rebuilding neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else's kid is running around here. You know who you know who that kid is, and you know their parents. That's how we look out for one another. That's how we care for one another. That's how we bring empathy back. That's what we lack. We don't lack. We we lack empathy. We're so mm-hmm. used to video games. We 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 grew up on so much murder. And I'm not saying like listen, video games is video games. I'm not I'm not condemning video games because you should have enough common sense to be able to, you know, to decipher a video. I, I've played many of video games. I ain't never walk in no place and shoot nobody up. But what I'm saying it does desensitize. Like when you listen to music that talks about and I ran up and I, you know, I, I blasted on that nigga, pulled a ratchet on that nigga. You know what I mean? Whatever. When you hear it, you're desensitized to the thought. The thought doesn't make you sick. Oh my God. A black man killed another black man? Disgusting. That's what we should be teaching. But we're, we're saying it out of one side of our mouth, but the other side of our mouth, we're singing a damn song with the lyrics and it's talking about killing the nigga. Mm-hmm. So, like, now, now that's the way I'm looking at it from, man. Now I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm just, there's something we have to change and, I, and it comes with educating. Within our it community, come, getting together. It, but it also comes with listening to the right black voices. That's very true. And selecting, because choosing who the, we give the, power to. But go ahead. It's yes. interesting that you made that comment about um, about the music. Because if I recall, as a young black man coming out of Compton that literally said, but gang bang make me kill a nigga blacker than me. Oh, a blacker sure than Mm-hmm. The Black and the Fruit with um with Kendrick uh, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. yeah that that that's a that's a powerful song and anybody should listen to it when he talks mm-hmm. about hypocrite. Like mm-hmm. there is a there is a, a deep rooted hypocrisy in America. 
the mm-hmm. land of the brave, the home of the free. But yet, still was the last niggas to have, you know, slave was one of the last people to abolish slavery. You know what I mean? Still has segregation all the way up into the 1960s. Still, you still have racist cops and different, you know, uh, uh, systematic racism and different things in play to keep uh, certain certain classes down. So there, there's a deep rooted hypocrisy in this country. We know that. But there is also a deep rooted hypocrisy in black culture. That we need to change. You know what I mean? Like, what we 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 bend the balance. We carry the 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 heavy and the flow of of what's cool and what's popular and what's acceptable. And we 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 we're 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 the trend changers in this world. What we say is cool, and what we don't say ain't cool. Like we change everything, bro. You know what I mean? From our music to our style to Michael Jordan played basketball, started wearing Jordan, you know, had his sneaker. Years later, all, it's niggas still wearing Jordans. Every group, jerseys. It doesn't matter. We, we change everything. You know what I mean? Language, slang. We change everything. If we have that power, we have, a, we have shown the power to invoke mass change. We have shown the power to be able to make, to be able to say a catchy phrase and every single person in the world use it. We have shown the power to make people get out their seats and dance. If you can make somebody dance for a damn TikTok challenge, you can make somebody protest or you can teach somebody how to protest properly. So now it's time to, now we need to go back through and look and listen to, to, to every single person that we considered an ally. Just because they, just because their skin is black, doesn't mean that they're an ally. Mm-hmm. Because same thing, same thing. If just because their skin is white, doesn't mean they're an enemy. One hundred percent. Because if you're if you are getting paid by a major label and you want to continue to drop conscious rap, now I got I want to make something for the people. I want to drop conscious rap, and ain't nobody feeling that conscious stuff. And that label's like, nah, we need that ratchet. We need that drink. We need that. We need that. We need that lean music. We want to talk about. We need that strip club music. We need that dollar bill jam. And you go, oh, but I but I wrote something about black women loving themselves, and I wrote something about young black brothers. You know what I'm saying? You know, looking towards the future that they can be anything. It's like, yeah, but that ain't going. Listen, nigga, what you what you want? And when you choose to still put out the strip club banger, and then 100% change into that person, you understand what I mean? Like that's some Uncle Tom stuff, bruh. Like that's, mm-hmm. but anytime you choose. Anytime you choose to align yourself up with those that are doing us harm or you push a message like the rappers that's wearing dresses, when you're trying to push a message because you serve people who have an agenda to effeminate the black man, you're pushing that agenda and they're giving you checks for it and you're selling out your people and we're paying your damn bills. Going to your concerts. We're empowering you. It's time to choose new leaders. Every single one of these niggas that's rich. Every single one of the wealthy. We put there. We put there. Off of our our hard-earned dollar. Every CD we bought. Every ticket you bought. every, Every concert you went to. Merch. You put them there. That's black nationalism. Understanding that you have the ability to put anybody in power and working together as one. So that your people have a seat at the table. 
There has to be somebody there that can represent us. And I understand we had a black president, but that don't mean shit. Because all those other names that came before George Floyd happened under Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. So let's not start acting like Trump made this happen or it's got no man. We just get the we 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 are so we are so easily uh uh uh, uh we, we like pacified mm. by these little victories, these small victories. A couple of niggas get rich. Oh well, now yes, racism is over. Segre- you know, uh, 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 oppression is over because a couple of niggas got rich rapping. Like we we're so we're satisfied by so, like even with bro, they can fool, they can do whatever, they can do whatever they want. They just keep on throwing out distractions, and we're just so satisfied with these little victories and these little wins, and and and, and they're just driving us in the wrong direction. And if we as any black person as woke. Or any Caucasian person, Asian person, it doesn't matter who you are, what color you are. I'm just so used to to addressing black people in this, so you guys gotta forgive me as I'm just, you know, this 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 situation is is creating a change within me. You know what I'm saying? The things that I, the things that I, the way I go about my day is 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 is, is different. Like I, I turned on my music and I was just about to, you know, what I mean jam out while I was doing some art or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Nah, I can't, I can't, I can't rock with that right now. And I got put on, I got put on something positive. I got, I got to get some information. You know what I mean? So I started listening to speeches. I started listening to some civil war, um, some civil rights speeches and different um, civil rights uh, uh, leaders just, just speak. You know what I mean? And even in different, even when it wasn't their speeches, just in different interviews. You know what I'm saying? Just listening to the knowledge. I'm like, this, this, this moment in time has made an impression on me and it's made an impression on everybody, right? But the only way to make it a lasting impression is to act on it continuously. You, you can't, if you put it up, if you put it down for a second, it'll turn like that hat or that, the, that pair of shoes that you still got in the back of your closet that you ain't touched in years. Mm-hmm. When you first seen it or you first bought it, oh my God, it was the greatest thing. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I got this deal. This, the bomb. But, but if you put it down, you'll forget about it next season. So, so you, we, we, have to, we have to continue to address. We have to continue to, 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 you know, to, to allow this to live in us. And anybody who's letting that change happen in you, it is your due diligence to spread it. It is your due diligence to open up conversation and to have dialogue with our young brothers and, our, and sisters, our youth. If every single parent is talking to talking to their child about what's going on in America and the true reason behind what's going on in America and we educate them the chance that it is if we educate every child then the future can be different but we have to we have to we have to look and see what we're allowing in our house who we're letting our kids look up to what do they think is cool if your kid is walking around and he can re- recite future but he can't recite nothing from Martin Luther King there's a problem bruh and you got to ask yourself, what are we doing? What are we doing, black people? We can change. Everybody wants change. But change is an action word. And just because you're out there rioting and you feel like you're doing something, if you're proactive, I mean, if you're, if you're anti-active... To, 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 the, to the stand that you're trying to make anyway, you're, not, you're still not doing anything. You know, don't, don't, be, don't, 
Don't be a vice. You know what I mean? Don't be in don't don't be in the man's pocket. Don't be a puppet. Like, what would George Floyd want? Would he want people burning? Like y'all doing this in this man's name? Like this man's son said he is not with any of this uh, uh, pro uh, of uh, the riot and the looting. He stands against it. He supports only the non the nonviolent protest. That's what his father would have wanted. So who in whose name are you doing this for? We gotta wake up. We gotta do better. So before we go, I just want to touch on one last thing, which is paying attention to your protests, knowing who's in it and what they support with you. It is far better to shut your protest down if you see that people are trying to use it to get their own negative, their own violent ways, their own violent missions accomplished. Shut it down, walk away. They have no tender box to work with. Yep, 100. You got to be humble in yourself. You can't ask these officers to be humble if you can't be humble as well. Mm-hmm. Shut your protest down. Recognize that, mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I can see it Like as Lou said At the top of the episode Like He can see When people were just Trying to incite it Either You know Try and respectfully Quiet them Try and respectfully Educate them But you You really need to just Just shut it down Because it's not Going to help anybody It's not going to help Your mission Because mm-hmm. now Your mission was to go out there Be peaceful Raise awareness And now You done burnt Half the city down They can't do that Like Especially they can't do that under the cover or under the guise of your protest if your protest isn't existent. I'm not telling you not to protest. I'm telling you be aware of who is in your protest. Make sure that the motive, motives are the same. And go yeah. back and look. Go back and look at your uh, civil rights protest. Mm-hmm. Those people locked arm in arm. Mm-hmm. That means I knew what the person to the left of me was doing, and I knew what the person to the right of me was doing. Yeah. We stood together. And everybody that showed up in the meeting for the protest, because they was organized, they spread out. And they all mm-hmm. had sections where they kind of controlled and kept eye. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to, you you, whoever, you know, your organizers, you got to have, you got to work together. You know what I mean? You got to work together. Next time anybody's doing a protest, if, you know, I, I, want, I want to protest, you know what I'm saying? I want to keep this going and reach out. But we got to work together. There needs to be meetings that's happening before the protest that you can have at least, if you're going to have a protest of 200 people, you never know how many are going to show up. You need at least 25 people that's going to be there spread out throughout, you know what I'm saying, that can kind of, you know, keep on walking, talking, kind of just keep, you know, keep an eye on what's going on because you don't, you don't want... You don't want to let the enemy get in there and to, and to destroy what you're, what you're trying to do for good. You know what I mean? You don't want your good to be evil spoken of. So just be wise. Be wise out there. Everybody, just be wise out there in what you're doing. There's a way to be as wise as serpents but as harmless as doves. And there's a way to, get, to garnish great attention and great change. But they need, to, they need a different image of us. We are better than what we're showing. And they need a different image of us. We need to surprise everybody. That's, that's, the, way, that's the way I live my life. From being in the in in a black man in the union, the moment that they seen me out there, they like, oh, this nigga don't know nothing. So I gotta be, I gotta do my job ten times better than everybody. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta you one hundred percent. You 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 have to. We gotta surprise. We gotta surprise them. We gotta organize, and then the next move we have to make, it's gotta be so powerful and so 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 in unison that it garnishes world attention. That it that it, well, and this is garnished world attention, but. We don't want it to be negative. Everything has to be positive towards the cause. Towards the cause. 
We have to love, you have to be in love with the cause, in love with the, the mission, the outcome, so much so that you would do nothing to do any type of detriment and harm to what it is that you're fighting for. That's what we need. We're going to let one MC that we definitely respect Mine. take us out with his words, yes, what he dropped on Instagram. L.O. Cool J, take us out. For 400 years, you had your knees on our necks. A garden of evil with no seeds of respect. In America's mirror, all she sees is regret. Instead of letting blood live, they begging for bloodlet. Revenge is a dish that's served on platelets. Transfusion or confusion abusing our intellect. I can't be bought with a $1,200 check, even though $1,200 can make a meal stretch. My mama wasn't rich, but she earned my respect. She made a little bit of money for a lot of blood, tears, and sweat. Jumping up and down on police cars, I'm vexed. After Chauvin killed George Floyd, we got next. Molotov cocktails, anarchy on the set. The rich took the loot, so now we loot shit. Feeling like a caged tiger that's whipped to do tricks. That's why I started fires and yelled and threw bricks. They tried to run me over and arrest me and shit. Taze pepper spray and engage with the kid. They ran up in the state house with them AKs quick. But let a nigga try and do that white boy shit. Won't be no rubber bullets ricocheting off ribs. But the white supremacists go in the cops' face and spit. Try to barbecue? Becky call the cops on the kid. Hoping and praying it'd be some Emmett Till shit. Sandra wasn't bland. They hated Mike because he brown. Trayvon should have had an Aston Martin riding around. I'ma do Diallo. It's way too many to follow. Vato. How much of my pride I gotta swallow? God only knows how deep this plan goes. I was dealing with this shit as a teen in Kangos. Harassed by cops, word to my ancestors' souls. And watching that man die slow left a hole. He cried for his mama as the murder unfold. If it wasn't for them phones, Chauvin would be at home. Feeling justified because of George's skin tone. I'm telling it to those with melanin, you're not alone. The new Malcolm Martin and Marcuses are now grown. America's a graveyard full of black men's bones. And I ain't got to tell you that Breonna Taylor got slayed in her own home. Had they lived, Sean could have rocked bells. Eric could have gone at attention. Beyond the t-shirts and obituary mentions. Oscar could have been counting grants. Tamir could have went to Rice. They owed them cops nothing, but all of them paid the price. So yeah, you right. We should protect our Second Amendment rights. Because in a second, a dirty cop could kick the door in at night. A two-four-two and a life for life. We refuse to live in hell while you living in paradise. Being black in America is like rolling a paradise. But the stakes are way higher. You gambling with my life. Black lives matter. Forever. Round one.